0: You're listening to Pigs in a Podcast, the official K-Pig podcast, featuring interviews with your favorite new and classic pig artists. Here's Ramblin' Roar. Let's see if we can make a
1: connection here with Mark Arelli. Uh, Mark, we got you on the line there.
2: Yeah, that was sounding pretty good to me. Yeah, not too bad, huh? (laughs) Not too shabby.
1: And, And where are you at right now in the world?
2: I'm just outside of Boston, Massachusetts, just north of the city.
1: Is that where you make your home?
2: It is. Yeah, it's where I'm not far from where I was born either. So I've I've been a few places since then, but I ended up very very close to where I where I started.
1: How's your uh, How's your winter going over there?
2: Uh it's it's okay. It's an, it's been a little warmer and not as snowy as I think we would have liked. We would have liked there to be more snow so we could have a little bit more fun. But yeah. uh, as it's been, it's just been kind of gray and. Lousy out.
1: (laughs) Well, I think we're sending you some bad weather that's passed through this area, as you've probably seen on the news. Yeah,
2: you guys have been getting the raw deal out there. I hope everyone's doing okay. From
1: from, uh, it's either feast or famine, and uh, yeah, uh, we got we got uh, weather, and it's coming your way. We're going to give it to you.
0: (laughs) We'll look for it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're a busy man. You've uh, recorded at least eighteen albums, by my count, or maybe more. Over the past 25 years? The
2: math is fuzzy. Yeah, Yeah. the math is fuzzy. It depends on how you count. But I I call this newest one my 13th solo record uh, as as an artist in my own right. But there's been side projects that I've been, you know, as invested in as anything I've done under my own name. So, you know, I feel like those got to count, too. So if you do, that's probably closer to 18.
1: Well, this week marks the third year anniversary of uh, the pandemic and COVID.
2: Oh wow, that's right. What uh,
1: what have you been doing in that time? Uh, since it hurt oh, everybody man. in the music business?
2: Yeah, I mean, how long do we have? <laughs> uh it was I had a, my previous record uh it was called Blindsided and that came out on March 27th of 2020. <laughs> right, 2 weeks. So, I was uh in full record release mode when um you know, three years ago when everything kind of shut down. And, uh, I just remember that feeling very well of thinking like, well, maybe we'll, you know, maybe these things, you know, a little further out, will be fine. Or maybe we can just move this stuff a little bit later. And, you know, then it, the longer it went, it kind of dawned on us that, Oh, this is going to be here for a while. And this is, this is going to ruin a lot of stuff. (laughs) Um, And worse, you know, uh, for sure. So, um, I, you know, I pivoted as best I could uh, with live streams and, um, all that stuff. And, uh, and I, I did the best I could. I found it very lonely, um, and isolating, uh, personally, even though my audience was very supportive and, uh, loving and, um, I just, I felt like I just needed to be in the same room with people, even though I knew I couldn't be, you yeah, know? Yeah. Um, and that was basically my spring. Uh, and then in the fall of 2020, I ended up, uh, getting diagnosed with a degenerative retinal disease, um, that kind of, uh, uh-huh. it was kind of a big surprise, yeah. um, and, uh, and kind of hit, hit me and my family pretty hard, um. And in some ways it was good that it happened when it did because I, I didn't have to like go out on the road like the next day. You yeah. know, I was I was at home and we could we could all process and, and really grieve um at home. And uh that that grieving process led to me getting more serious about recording at my house mm-hmm. uh and uh doing kind of more fully realized band productions here in my very small Studio that I am in downstairs right now, and yeah. I ended up making my my new record there.
1: So your new album, "Lay Your Darkness Down." Where where does the inspiration uh, come from to to write these songs here?
2: Well, I mean, I think it, these songs really come out of um, of that the grieving of the life you I thought I was going to live. You yeah, know, um, and it's it's funny, you know what I've realized in part in in this whole process is that, you know, in actuality, none of us know the life we're going to live. (laughs) We have hopes and dreams and we have, you know, plans. And if we're really foolish, we have expectations, uh, but none of us know, you know, and, but you can live for quite some time, uh, convincing yourself that you got a handle on, on things and that you're in control. And so, you know, this experience just kind of disabused me of that notion, and then you know, begged the question: Okay, well, how are you gonna? How are you gonna live now? How are you gonna create? How are you gonna love? Yeah. And the songs came out of came out of that those questions.
1: A, a real motivator,
2: I, I would think. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. This this is. Uh, I I've come to be fond of saying that I, I've made you know if this is my 18th record i've made 17 records that i really wanted to make yeah. um whatever i did at the time i was super excited about it and just it was something that i wanted to do because i thought it would be fun and interesting this is the first record i feel like i ever really needed to make and mm. needed to make in the way that i did so um it feels very cathartic to have it have it out in the world
1: you're going to get out then uh, uh... Play it, you know. Are you going to go out and tour some <laughs> yep. dates?
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm doing that out yeah. out east now, and uh, man, I'm trying like hectic to bring it to other places. I just got back from the Midwest yeah. where we had some fun. Um, trying to get out to the West Coast. It's been a long time since I've been out there to tour. Yeah. Um, the touring uh, aspect of things is still very much. Um, a jumble in the, in the wake of the pandemic, you know, there's a lot of artists that are trying to get out there at the same time. And it's not like there's more venues than there were before the pandemic, probably quite the opposite. So it's just really hard to find enough availabilities, uh, to kind of line up a a proper tour these days. So I find myself having to kind of look further and further out. So, so perhaps in the fall, I think we're probably, uh, thinking Of the fall at this point for the West Coast.
1: Over your long career, you've certainly uh, mixed it up and, and tried out different genres.
2: Oh yeah, right? bluegrass yep. and
1: folk and rock. Blue,
2: and- yeah, western swing. I mean, yeah, I. It's you know it's interesting. Like I I understand the concept of different genres. I I use that yeah. concept for myself and, uh, as a, as a listener and as a fan, but as a musician, I, you know, especially if I'm the, the, the main creator, uh, I really don't, uh, that's really the last thing that comes to mind. If it ever comes to mind, it's just whatever music I happen to be really digging at the time or whatever just happens to be coming out. You know, it's, uh, it's not like I'm in, super you know yeah. tight control of it, <laughs> right, right, right. I wish I was you know, but i but it really um you know, I'm working at it all the time, but the different things come out, and uh so you know if it's if it's coming out as a lullaby you know kind of project or mm-hmm. if it's coming out of a western swing project, it's just far easier to go with whatever's you know in the flow rather than try to fight it, you know, but to me, it all just feels like. Stuff I'm interested in, and it just feels like the newest thing that I'm doing. It doesn't feel super different and yeah. disparate. Yeah. But um, you know, I, I understand that from a marketing perspective, it can seem a little bit, you know, all over the map.
1: It, as some of your songs uh, echo uh, the sound of Tom Petty. Would I be
2: wrong in saying that? Uh, no, that's a huge compliment. Yeah, no. I mean, that's that is something that i had been um inviting in, yeah. in my into my life for a long time the first record i ever bought with my own money um which was an lp that i played on this little plastic fisher price uh, record player was um was tom petty's long after dark uh, his 1983 record long after dark and so you know he's the artist that i've listened to for my entire life yeah you know you you find some artists when you're younger and you stop you outgrow them and you find some you know in the middle some later on you know that you didn't get at first but he's the only one i've listened to the entire way through and um i it got to be such that i'd never really thought about his his songwriting Mm. because it just was always there you know (laughs) it was easy to take for granted, you know, it was just like the air or the water. Um, But as I started to kind of get deeper into songwriting myself, I realized that kind of simple, direct, catchy, you know, songwriting is extremely hard. (laughs) And I've been wanting to, to kind of blend some of that into my, you know, kind of more literate tendencies and kind of, you know, just kind of make them, make songs that people could, you know, remember yeah. later on.
1: <laughs> yeah, right, yeah.
2: So, you know, that's, that's been something that I've been trying to, uh, embrace over the years to, and I didn't feel like I really was doing a very good job of it for a long time. And then in the last five years or so, it, it feels like I've kind of been able to make peace with that, that particular influence and, uh, really kind of since his passing, actually. Yeah. Um, and it feels like I've been kind of blessed to have a little bit of that in in my own, you know, sound, and I'm I'm very grateful for that. Yeah.
1: So uh, let uh, let's just uh, talk about a, a couple of strange things. Today's the Ides of March, March fifteenth.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. You don't have any know, Caesars been... in
1: your family, do you?
2: <laughs> no, no. I've yeah. I've I've been on, you know. I've been bewaring all day though. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it's March Madness. Are you uh, getting behind any hoops over there?
2: Oh uh, no. The only yeah. hoop that I really uh pay attention <laughs> to is the one that's bolted onto my barn that the boys play, <laughs> play on all the time. It gets loose ever you know, when they when they kind of hit it too many times with the ball it gets loose and I have to go up there with a socket wrench and tighten it up. That that's my basketball hoop uh, yeah. involvement. <laughs>
1: And Friday is St. Patty's Day. Uh, you're living in Boston, there. It's oh be, yeah,
2: that's uh, that hard to avoid. Holiday. Yeah, and you know my last name is decidedly Italian, but the other half of my family is Irish. So I'm I'm, I'm half Irish, and uh, I will uh, I will uh, make note of St. Patrick's Day come Friday for sure. <laughs> All right.
1: Good. Listen, we're going to uh, uh, play a, a song uh, right on out of this interview. Uh can you tell us about the tune, The Man I Am?
2: Yeah, The Man I Am is uh is you know basically a testament to the transformational power of love. Mm. It's uh you know, some of this stuff I kinda make up, um and some stuff is a little bit more uh autobiographical and, and this would definitely be one of the latter ones. Uh I wrote this one for my wife and uh you know i've got a i've got a large catalog of love songs for her you know just in case and this this is the latest <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: all right mark we appreciate the time you've given us here and we're going to uh, get out of the interview and play the man i am from your new album lay your darkness down it's a pleasure to talk to you once again and if you come out to the west coast make sure you look us up here in free sure california
2: will. okay yeah Thank you for all the support. I appreciate it. I love I love the station. Thank you. Yeah.
1: Well, thank you. We love your music. Take care and uh, carry on, uh, and don't hurt yourself shoveling snow out there. Okay. <laughs>
0: we'll, we'll do. Won't all do. Right.
1: <laughs> thank you, Mark. Appreciate
0: it. Uh, thank you. They say no man is an island. This world ain't no play on your own I was set in my ways before I met you what made me think I could make it alone like the river brings a mountain to the ocean. Like the waves Break the rock Down into sand You loved me Loved me You loved me Into the man I am Like a sculpture inside a stone. Like a canvas awaiting its masterpiece. Like a song that needs, needs to be written. You came up to the man to me Like a new beginning Thanks for listening to Pigs in a Podcast. Remember to check out the entire archive at kpig.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes, and we'll send you the newest episodes automatically as soon as they're ready. Thanks again, piggies.